Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. Teen Time Round Town. Speaking of gigs and concerts, last Saturday was the time when these guys were actually a concert right here in Hong Kong, and they call themselves Solar. Taking you back to the Morning Brew program, which took place last Tuesday, this is Phil Whelan joining Solar in the studio. Quite a success story. You guys are very, very popular, and you've lasted longer than five minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> how have you managed to do this? I mean, I'm looking at my stuff in '97. Your first single was done in Europe. What, how, how far before that? Uh, we started in 1994. This winter of 1995. Uh, that was in Italy? Yeah, in yep. Italy. That was when we approached a friend of ours who had just uh, started working as a producer and we started working on demos with him and soon after that we got signed to a management company through him. Like right. we met so you started guys, right? overseas? Overseas, yeah. yeah. And you brought your stuff here? Well, it's, it's, uh, it's more complicated. It's more com- we, we really, if you really want to know the, the beginning before we talk, like like signing or getting into the the business, we were we've been playing music since we were kids. Yeah, and we started out in Macau, and uh, and that, that's it. Really, we we started, you know, playing in a band. Everything it all started here hmm? in in Macau. Yeah. Uh, on your CV, what would it say you play? What would your instruments be? Uh, Dino, I, I would play the guitar. Uh, as far as live performance goes, it's only guitar. But when we work in the studio on writing, I tend to sometimes go on the piano or the yeah. drums. Mm, I, I perform. I'm more the front man. So I, I you're the George Michael. He's the Andrew Ridgely. Wow. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know the five way? Does that mean, make me the, the non-talented guy who well, can't really here's, sing? Here's the deal. Here's the, everybody, every, everybody talks about him as the other guy, and I found out from somebody what knows that yeah. he was the guy that created George Michael's image. So you're, oh, you're the okay. hairdresser. Oh, yeah, oh, right, exactly. Good, Thank very you very much. Yeah, very image consultant. My unshaven look is designed <laughs> by my brother. Now, the reason I ask if you if you brought it back here, because uh, you don't strike me as guys that would sort of give in to any particular musical trends, but you would yeah. have had to temper it a bit to, to hit this market. Well, definitely, because uh, when we got here, one of the first things that we we, we had to consider when we uh, signed to the, the, our former record company, the one prior to this one, yeah. we, uh, we had to consider singing Cantonese. And when you sing in Cantonese, there's only so much you can do. It's a very limited language in terms of tone, so even the type of music you do. The tune has to be the tones. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and uh, even the most uh, recent album we released called Canto, it was, uh, it was really studying how Cantonese is, uh, is sung, and so we, we wrote songs specifically for the Cantonese language, whereas before we translated some tunes, and it, it worked in a few in a few uh, a few songs, but a couple of songs. But then we felt, you know, Cantonese is very unique in particular, so we we dedicated an entire album to to Cantonese. Well, here's one for you. Yes, it's based on tones, almost a, a scale and a bit. Yeah. But musically, do you find it a, a tuneful language? Uh, no, no, it's a, it's a very difficult you, language because You've you can't yeah. notes exactly. You can't exactly stretch uh, a word, and in, in English you can take the word I <laughs> and you can go on forever. Whereas in in Cantonese you take one note, you can't stretch it or bend it. Otherwise yeah. you be ending, yeah, you might be insulting you, someone. Yeah, you yeah. take one word and, it, <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's an animal, the body part. Exactly, <laughs> another body part. Exactly, and, and something to no, do with your mom. As long as it's not a rude, <laughs> as long as it's not a rude body part, then it's fine. But, <laughs> but the thing is, it usually is. Yeah. How's the Canto album going? Uh, so far, so good. I think the reception is very good. We got a lot of uh, uh, people, especially the online uh, bloggers that that uh, that proclaim themselves uh, critics. You know, self-proclaimed critics. Critics. They they gave it a very good review. We, normally, they're the ones that that tear things apart. 
but they're very happy because they felt that we really put a lot of uh, creativity into into our music. Because uh, normally, I think Canto, the Cantonese music scene, they tend to stick to a, a genre uh, or, or something that is you know hit in the moment. That's not everybody listens to the moment. Yeah. Whereas we we always try to break break out of schemes, and they they found it very refreshing. Yeah. But actually, what we did was we revisited some of the um, uh, I would say the 80s style of writing music, because. I think a lot of the people listening to Cantonese music miss that here in Hong Kong, and so we did that, and it worked because it, it struck a chord in them. Yeah. Talk about critics and bloggers. For, for, for a long time now, people have really been rude about the movie industry, the music mm. industry. Yeah, it sells, but they say, well, if you don't give people expectation, they're just going to buy rubbish. And I think, movie-wise, Infernal Affairs changed <coughs> that. Is there anything musically that might have sort of put things... I mean, I guess apart from you guys, anything that might have just started to up the integrity, if you like, of the music? Integrity. I, I know of some musicians that are trying, to, trying their best to, to do good music. Uh, although, uh, Khalil, like Khalil Fong, yeah. he, but he does uh, songs in, in Mandarin. Yeah. In the Cantonese scene, it's uh, it's picking up. There's some producers, bands. maybe. M maybe it's the producers that are the really starting to up their game. Hopefully, uh, uh, but we we seen we've seen some bands that are trying to 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 sing Cantonese in a different way, and I think they, that that's because very important. I think what bands are facing these days is this uh, idea that bands make noise. Which, in most of the cases, is true. I mean, if, you, if you're a garage band, chances are you'll be making noise, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and so uh, it's, it's been very hard, even for us to shake off that image. I mean, we've said many times, it's not that we're rockers and simply rock. We, we, like, we love music. Rock happens to be one of the, the, the mediums that we use to, to express ourselves. And it's the same for a lot of bands. And, and I think they're finding it hard, especially I was talking to Rubber Band uh, a time back in, with the lead singer and the drummer. And they're saying that they, 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 they're finding this difficulty. They want to be more uh, approached like the larger audience. Mm. Uh, so there's like, on the one side, like the record company wants them to go more mainstream, more pop, and then they want to go more rock. But at the same time, there's this contradiction. They also want to go... But the, the it depends. But, yeah. but the, the answer to the question is no. I don't think in the music scene That's there is no. one act or, or a song that kind of lifted the thing. You're talking about the record up, companies yeah. wanting more pop and mainstream, but it depends what the record company's idea of pop and mainstream is. Yeah. I mean, they could, depending on who they are, hold you back. Mm. and mm. just want to stay with what's been the accepted norm, what's yeah, going exactly. And I don't know how much is actually the record company holding you back as much as the, the industry that, that is, just wants to play safe, you know? They don't like to... Uh, well, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it, but when it's broken, people, uh, they don't seem to... I think it's broken, but they don't really know how to fix it. So everybody's trying their way. So what we have is a very... Uh, not a unified, um, I would say, an Attempts, effort... Yeah. Attempt or effort to, to change something, but very scattered, and so I think... You may have very good ideas, and I've seen some good ideas lately, yeah. but because it's singular, or only one act doing it, or one artist, then it doesn't make an impact. I'll tell you one thing that has up the, up the, uh, the style and the quality of the music scene, it's things like underground. I mean, yeah. local Hong Kong bands that perhaps were a bit shy to come out and give it a go, and, and Chris just sort of, you yeah. know, yeah. and there's some, quality, there's some quality going on there now, which is good news. Interesting to see you guys accepting this gig. Yeah, we, we've uh, uh, we've been to seen a few of them Fun. in the past. Yeah, and uh, because uh, I forget how we met Chris, but uh, we, we we went. And well, she's we done eighty-two of these, so there was a high chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I think 
what we feel is that um, we feel a lot of uh, we've had some feedback from some people what are you doing in underground you know I thought solo you're like mainstream and all that what are you doing in underground and I'm saying why why not underground underground is a is a, is a platform <coughs> yeah. and and uh, in seeing that Hong Kong has such a, a limited space for um, for original live music I think underground is the perfect venue where uh, or, or event where you can showcase your music and 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 it's and does not discriminate and that's I think what Chris has been able to do it's amazing to think that because she, even though she does not discriminate you would get the band that can hardly put four chords together yeah. to the band that is well 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 oiled yeah. and still it can go on it's not it's not scaring people away and I think this is really nice and, and I, also because the significance behind it all is that uh, what's happened over the the past actually oh I don't know if it's, uh, a band scene has ever existed existed I mean they say it did in the 60s and 70s all and in English yeah, it was all in English there and most of them were singing covers yeah but there was a band scene but the moment it turned Cantonese this thing sort of fizzled out and, and you don't you, you don't hear of it anymore and, in, and I think it was in somewhere in the ni- uh, 90s uh, the lead singer beyond uh, made a statement, a very bold statement, that there's no such thing as a music scene in Hong Kong. There's an entertainment scene, and 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 we we have come to to, to believe that because uh, after like three years that we've been here for, we we've noticed that it's uh, it's very hard to cut out. Um, I say I would say a space for 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 yourself as a musician. They, people want to brand you always as a celebrity or something, and they always miss the whole point of why. Do you keep you, away from that stuff. Yeah, as much as you can. Well, we, we, you need to we avoid it. We need <laughs> to make a living, and and, and, yeah, you, and we we chose that path. So you have to play the game to a yeah. certain extent. But that's about it. Just like you would anywhere else in the world. The thing about the thing about the live gig is it's men, men for boys. It really is. You know, you have to be able to do it. Otherwise, you're going to look stupid. Teen Time presents podcast on demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time podcast on demand. <laughs>